Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is entitled Apotheosis. It was written by Morgan Llewellyn, who is also our game master. David Gasway will be giving the recap, and this is episode two. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. David? Thank you. The year is 1924, and several artist friends, Gaspar the sculptor, uh, Tristan, a writer and watercolorist, and two painters in oil, Sebastien and Jean-Francois, are meeting their friend René at the, his newly acquired manor in the countryside not far from Verdun. Uh, in addition, they also meet his new fiance, who used to work for his great uncle, whose estate this once was, the charming and eloquent young, young Amory Carré. We also learn that her family doesn't approve of their impending wedding, which is to take place at the end of the summer that we're all spending here at his manor. Uh, the countryside is beautiful, the house is grand. Um, there's a mysterious door in the cellar made entirely of marble. And during the night, uh, Tristan and Gaspar are disturbed in their sleep by the noise of crashing downstairs. They see the shadow of a fleeing figure and in the painting studio find a strange and disturbing oil painting. A young woman who looks like Anne-Marie, something emerging from her mouth, her eyes vacant, and a strange arch shape over her much like something carved in the marble door downstairs. In the morning, it's discovered that while he has no memory of it, Rene has made a number of strange oil paintings. They're stashed around his studio, mostly of the staff of the uh, manor, and getting increasingly odd. We know that he painted it because he tracked some of the paint into his bedclothes. Um, one of our... Uh, Tristan, who has some medical experience from the Great War, examines him, sees that he's uh, seriously unwell, exhausted, dehydrated, and so on. Um, and he agrees to take it easy. We decide to take a painting afternoon picnic on a ridge at, on the, uh, above the grounds. And on our way there, we pass through a magnificent garden of yellow and purple roses in a geometric circular formation intersected and in the center of which is a magnificent group of meticulously realistic marble statues. Young soldiers, a young girl with two loaves of bread, and in the center, in a, in a pedestal in a little pond, a, a remarkably lifelike uh, sculpture of great uncle Jacques, whose territory this all was. We continue on to our picnic, but before we could begin to eat, our host, Rene, seizes in his tracks and turns back to stare vaguely at the marble figures. Thanks, David. Morgan? Yes, yeah, thank you. And as you coax Rene and get him back, following you up to, to the top of the, of the hill, the servants you can start seeing them come from the house and they're carrying various tables and chairs and, and they're bringing your lunch out to you as you kind of overlook the garden and then this, this great view of these, of the green rolling hills that you were, that you were looking for. This is very nice out here. 
Um, once again, the statues are remarkable. Uh, were local artisans used, or did he call in a, uh, a master? Do you know? And Rene, Rene kind of uh, shakes his head, and, and Anne-Marie gives a negative. Hmm. What did we bring to eat? What is being brought for us to eat? Uh. I'll look over the statues and see if they're of anyone I might vaguely recognize, thinking that uh, some of our veteran friends may have posed for these. Hmm. Okay. I'll make an, an education check. That I make. All right. And as you as you look them over, that's nobody that that you recognize. Okay. And you're pretty confident of that fact. Okay. Um, I'll wait to see if he answers about uh, who sculpted these before I ask any other questions of them. Renee, no, I, I do not know. They were here before I got here, and Marie does not know. Mom, Marie, you said you were here since you were, uh, what, a young girl of 14? Um, yes. And these statues uh, were already present when you arrived with your family? Uh, no, no, the statues are recent. But you did not see a team of workmen jump, jump, jumping away at marble blocks for months. No, one day they were they weren't there. The next day, there they were. Well, they one day, they would have they would not have worked here. They would have um, worked in a studio. Uh, I want to see if she's lying. All right. And I will burn two luck to make it. Right, she's not. This is just really rather remarkable. I'd, I'd love to know where, where they were done. Perhaps, uh, perhaps the Jacques papers inside show somewhere a bill that he has to the uh, the artists. Oh yes, but, his uh, his study. Yes, it would be very interesting to see. I cannot imagine any one of us being so humble to not sign a work of such precise magnificence. Mm. Meanwhile, I'm going to, uh, you know, just grab a couple rolls and some wine and set up my easel and open my doctor's bag full of painting because the light is great and the view is magnificent. I'm going to walk around the sculpture and see how much this must weigh. Just estimate. Okay. Um, you just, as you're walking around, um, you get the, the impression that these are heavy. Right. And we're up on a hilltop. Right. And there's no road. Mm -hmm. So someone walked these up and didn't leave ruts and, and did it in such a way that people who live here didn't notice that it happened. They just appeared. Well, that would to appear be fair, to be the case. Hmm? The, the statues are in the garden, which is by the house, and we've gone up past. Oh, right. So it's, there might be some more pavement and things, you know, okay. between well, them. Uh, or, you know, if, if Jacques were to tell them, I don't want you destroying any of my grass or my, my flowers or anything like that. So they just hired a bunch of men. Uh, um, uh, Mademoiselle, did you see when they installed them? When I, the workmen brought them in and, and put them up on the pedestals. 
Except they they arrived after after Jacques died. Oh, oh, I see. They arrived after he died. Oh, what a horrible shame. Yeah, uh, it's a so pity to make such a great work of art and never see it yourself. Uh, Rene, you were the beneficiary of your great uncle's magnificent estate, his beautiful wine cellar. Did you uh, also attend his funeral? Um, no, I, I didn't know he'd even died until I, I received the, the letter. It must have been a grand affair, though, such an important man with such wealth. Yes, I would imagine so. Mm. Yeah. How about you, Anne-Marie? Did you attend the, wed- the uh, funeral? Oh, yes, it, it was quite a lovely affair. Were there lots of people? Did he have a lot of friends? No. Uh, is he buried on the grounds? Um, yes, yes, he is. We should pay our respects at some point. Absolutely. I will take out my easel and I will start a watercolor. Is that foie gras? Oh my goodness, I love foie gras. I will take out my easel and keep an eye on uh, on Rene while I begin sketching out maybe the house or and the gardens. And you remember, Rene, you are not to work, you are to rest, walk around, take in the air, tell us where we go wrong as we, as we work. This is all new landscape to us. You will know what you, where, which, where the trees are, how the light falls. Oh, yes, of, of, of course. I will walk with him. I, I have no intention whatsoever of sculpting anything today. <laughs> it is too hot, too, too nice out today. And as you and as you say that, um, Anne Marie leans close into Renee's ear and like whispers something to him, and then he gives her a little kiss and she starts to to walk off. Oh, she's going back to work. Yes, yes, she she slaves over that garden. I, uh, I tell her that it's fine, but it is never... her art. It is her art. Yes, yes, very very dedicated. No, no, they they. The sculptures are really rather remarkable, very good workmanship. I wander back over towards them and I want to look very carefully if I can find any chisel marks whatsoever. You know, usually at least the base or something like that has, has you know, that you can see clearly that it's made out of marble. All right, as you... I, I, I'm sorry to add to that. Are the figures wearing clothing or are they, yes. I mean, you know, sculpted clothing? So that's where I'm looking in particular because, you know, you can fudge a little bit on the <laughs> more inaccessible parts of a garment. Right. And as you, I mean, Renee is kind of, uh, has tagged along to I'm behind you. And as you start just looking over all of these statues very close um, not one on any of them. I am, I am flabbergasted. Oh, yes, they, aren't they remarkable? Uh, it's, it's the work of a, an absolute master and probably a slave driver because 
he has made all of his novices polish every, every single square inch of this. Does the cloth look almost like it has a cloth texture to it? It's not almost, it does. I am, I am somewhat disturbed. This. I'll say, well, Gaspar, if this is your medium, surely there must only be one or two people in France who are who's capable of such work. You probably know the artist. This this level, I've been to museums all over the world. I've never seen anything like this, not even from Michelangelo or or Leonardo da Vinci. Well. How much of a master could he truly be if it's we're sitting right here in front of it and we don't even know who did it? That's just true. And there's a statue of Bernini. I believe it's the, the Rape of Apollo, where it's, it's done so exquisitely that the cloth that's uh, sort of blowing in the wind, light can actually pass through it. It's so thin. But uh, this, this has... This is unnatural, if you ask me. Something is wrong here. You want to make a sanity roll for me there? Sure. Uh, 29, I think that's a pass. Yeah, that's yeah no, you're, you're fine. So I'm going to take one point of damage because it's, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm blown away. I, ha I must know who this artist is. I must know who this artist is. Up on the ridge, painting away, uh, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm taking in the landscape and the light. I'm also taking in the staff because we haven't met very many of them yet. Okay. Um, and I'm curious because I have, did not get a great impression of Roger the butler. Uh, and of course, we know that Anne Marie's family used to work here, but left. Uh, are the what's the staff like? Is it young people? Is it older people? Are they friendly or sullen? Um, most of the staff you've interacted with very friendly, very young. Uh, how old is Roger himself? Um, Roger, he is in his fifties. So he's got a generation on most of the staff. Yes. Um. Well, I'll have, to, I'll have to remember to ask Rene if he hired new people. But for now, there's something very interesting happening on that ash tree over there. So I will paint. And as you, as you finish up looking at the statues, then Rene is going to start walking back up towards uh, the people painting up on the ridge. I'm, I'm with him. Mm -hmm. I'll walk back too. Well, this is a beautiful piece of property. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, I love, I love to paint it. Renee, how does this look? I've, I've sketched out the base of the house and the garden. Tell me your impressions of it, please. He kind of looks, looks at it and starts looking it over. He's like, oh, it's, it's lovely. But you might want to work on the, the proportion of this window. I mean, that up a bit. I'm going to walk over to Tristan and 
just sort of quietly say to him, there is something very odd about those statues. They are, they are too perfect. Well, if you say so, it is your medium. I just think that something so exquisite being here and no one knows who did it, how it got here. It's not signed. There's no records of it being paid for. It is not as if God himself has just plucked it into the garden. Perhaps the artist wishes to remain anonymous. That is uh, insane. <laughs> insane. But uh, we shall have a look through the paperwork inside the house and see if we can find any record. We should actually... Uh, we should actually look and... Uh, through the property if there's one such exquisite sculpture there could be others that's true and why the strange grouping you have you have Jacques in the center with soldiers around him and a girl holding bread it seems very random what what are the soldiers doing by the way GM um, they seem to be at attention. They're at attention. Okay. And we learned last time that two of them had rifles. Yeah. Two of them are armed. Another one is like very crisp, looks like an officer's uniform. And then there's another one who his uniform is not like very like relaxed, like unbuttoned. Disheveled. These are Great War uniforms? Yep. Great War Army. uniforms. Can I read the name tags or any rank, insignia, serial number, that sort of thing? I mean, how you, if it's that detailed. Yes, you can. Are they, at the same time, are they facing him or are they facing away from him? They're facing away. Oh, okay. Like they're guarding him. I wonder if I should, uh, if I have <clears throat> until I'm 67, uh, I don't know if people knew about the Chinese terracotta warriors in 1924, but at least I might know about uh, Egyptian funerary behavior where you would have, you know, your mummified cats and your mummified servants in the tomb. Is it reminiscent of that? Um, yes, but it does strike you as odd because according to Anne-Marie, he showed up after he died. So, like, they were made, like, right. in anticipation of his death. Um, yes. So was the pyramids. Uh, is it symmetrical? Is it him in the center, a bread girl in the middle, and then the soldiers on the side, or is it soldiers all together? So, so the girl with the bread is closest to the house. So on the pathway between the door to the house and the fountain where uh, Jacques' statue is, she is between Jacques and the house. And then the soldiers fan out around in a circle. And is she facing him or is she facing? She is facing the house. She's facing the house. And is he facing the house? He is yes. with arms outstretched. Yes, Jacques, yeah, outstretched, very commanding, smile on his face. And higher up than the rest of them. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And so Rene, she, uh, your beautiful Anne Marie went back to work on the garden some more. 
Well, can she join us and brighten up this picnic? Oh, she said that she she must get back to work. Uh, dedicated. How often does she bring these statues, these uh, roses? Uh, every day. Every day. Have you noticed how many roses? It seemed as though she had a great bundle. The garden. There's probably uh, roses everywhere. Uh, yes, I, every, every so often she, she sweeps them up. Every so often. So does she bring them... Um, New every week, do every month. I think it's about a, once a week, I think. Such a curious pattern. You have never asked her why she does this. Uh, she just said it was something that she was asked to do. Oh. Not Roger. by Great Uncle Jacques. No, it was instructions from Rajer, she says. Ah, uh, well, well. Do you know how long Roger worked with, uh, for your great-uncle Jacques? Uh, I believe in conversations with him, he says he's worked with him for at least 30 years. I must tell you, Rene, I'm not uh, absolutely certain that Roger is uh, to be trusted. Oh, is that so? It may be nothing. I have, you know, as you have long known, I like absinthe and my imagination can go ground. But I felt as though he was not being so frank with me. Just something in passing. Just an oh, idle well, thought. I'll talk to him about that. Get him straightened out. He shouldn't be treating you that way. I want to know what's behind the, the very strange doorway in your basement. Well, yes, I, I would like to know that too, if only I could get it open. Well, you're the master of the house, simply demand the key. Well, no, he, if, if the key has been lost. Yes, he does not have the key. So he says he, he says he does not have the key. The door is made out of marble, my friend. Something but the door frame is made of wood or block. There, we have months. We can find a way. I am well, very curious. This house you have ga gained is full of mystery. Uh, uh, my dear Francois, I am a sculptor. I cut through marble like it is better. <laughs> C'est vrai, Gaspard. If we want through that door, we can get through it without much trouble at all. René, are you interested in the secrets of this house of yours? It is a question if you want to preserve the door. It is a wow. door. The door is a work of art. We're not, mm -hmm. we're not breaking the door. There are yes, ways yes. to get a door open without breaking it. Uh, I say simply demand the key from the steward. I'm sure he has it. If he doesn't have it, I'm sure he knows where to find it. And if he doesn't know where to find it, demand him to look until he does. And if that doesn't work, send the telegram and get a locksmith up here. I wonder if there's a, a locksmith in Verdun who knows how to work a marble lock. Hmm. There is that. And I yes, just, maybe. I, I'm painting all the time while I'm just adding snippets to the conversation. 
the statues of the soldiers, were they surrounding uh, the uncle? Like guarding him? Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, perhaps there's a bit of Le de Jardement going on here. Uh, and I, I sort of quickly walked back down to the statues. And I want to see if anybody is wearing a marble key <laughs> on their statue. A um, marble door, a marble key. I will ask our host. I said, I did not notice, but does the house have a telephone? Um, yes, it does. Oh, wonderful. Uh, would it be okay if I made a call? Oh yes, go go right ahead. And your and your watercolors are beautiful. Thank you. Um, I'm just going to try and paint the scene that I just wrote, but I'm not going to try that hard. I'm just going to test the environment. Um, so basically, I'm just going to be open to whatever inspiration hits and go with that, and see how much it deviates from my regular, um, you know, my my regular sort of style. I want to yeah, see if there's something to this whole muse of inspiration dwelling on this estate. That's a really interesting okay. question. Am I feeling, I mean, the landscape is beautiful, but do I feel inspired? Yes. You definitely feel inspired. Like, you feel, like, impelled to paint, almost. Mm -hmm. Like, this just great desire to paint. It must feel magnificent after so long. And then Gaspard... Um, on, on inspection of the statues, again, you do not locate a key. Ah, well, it's just an idea. But somewhere there is a marble key. I, I yell up to, uh, and I start walking back. Ah. Are you all getting a little hot? Perhaps we should go in. I think the light will change too much. You can go and uh, leave me a half uh, hand or something. I'm going to stay at my watercolor until I am done or the light fades to the point I can no longer work, whichever comes first. I am I am getting too overheated. I am going to uh, go back into the house. Go and drink a lemon squash and uh, shake down that Roger. I do not trust him. Uh, Gaspar, oui. a moment before you go. Oui. Uh, I will wave you over and I will whisper. Yes, mon ami. I said the names on the uniforms. Oui. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to see, I want you to send a, I want you to phone a friend I have uh, in the military and see if there are actual soldiers with those names in any of the military records. These are too perfect not to be models. But uh, do you not think that there will be many people with those names in the military? Um, look for people who are grouped in that unit together. All right, yes, I would. That, would, that would narrow it down. Possibly somebody local. Possibly. Yeah. All right. It's worth a shot. It may help us track down who this mysterious sculptor is, if we knew who the models were. And if they're not models, then at least we have an answer and we can find a different question. 
and we well, could, you know, for all these kind of details, he certainly had models. I would we, agree. We could also uh, see the rank on the uniforms as well, and that would help narrow it down quite oh, a bit. That's true. As well as any unit insignia. Of course, we can't see color. So can we tell what level uh, organ? They are definitely French. Oh, they're French. But they're French. They... The French have the very distinctive uh, overcoat. Can we tell what rank they are as soldiers? Sorry, what was that? Their can rank. We tell what rank they are? Um, four of them appear to just be um, just standard infantry. Um, nothing. No rank at all. Yeah, privates. And then one of them is a sergeant. Okay. All right, we uh, we I shall go and uh, do that when I'm in the house. So I'm going to mosey on back to the chateau. I'm All right. Sipping wine and painting. Okay. All right, and Renee is going to uh, stick around with with you guys who are who are painting. So I'm just chatting away. Pointing out some colored stuff, and, and I assume Tristan most of just lounging on the grass. I assume Tristan yeah. gave me a phone number. So uh, is is Renee looking at all refreshed? Um, he looks he looks mostly dazed, like uh. he's. So does not 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 refreshed, but kind of just bacon. Is he eating? Um. Yes. Good. Good. I'm glad the picnic is getting at least some food in him. Rene, my friend, it must be so strange for you these last uh, several months, repairing the house, falling in love, discovering uh, new work. Maybe this is uh, the ferment that is making you make strange paintings in the night while you sleep. Do you feel uh, disturbed or do you feel at peace here? No, I definitely, I would, I would say peace. I'm very glad for you. I feel already, maybe it is the mountain air, I don't know, I feel as though, this little painting has a touch of something more natural about it that I've been missing for a long time. I agree. I, my, my paint is just flowing right off the brush. I can barely contain it. And so, and so Sebastian, you're painting, you're painting the, the house. Are you painting like the grounds around it, including the garden? Yes. Or just the house? Okay. Just like the house and the the garden path up to the hill. Right, especially because the garden is right between this ridge and the house. So as long as he's not zoomed in tightly, I would think. And the colors are so strange. Do you know, uh, that reminds me, Rene, this, uh, this color rose, this violet rose, I have never seen this before. Have you, do you know what, uh, is this uh, something that someone that Jacques knew found a way to breed this color? No, I, I don't know, but they look lovely mixed in with the lavenders. 
And it's just the purple and the yellow flowers, right? Right. Those are the only those are the only colors of flowers. And they're in concentric rings. Is it just purple, yellow, purple, or yellow, purple, yellow? Yeah, it just alternates purple, yellow, purple, yellow. So around. repeatedly, like a bullseye almost, of the two of them yep. going back and forth in a perfect circle. And the paths, they just go, they intersect it like an aspirin, like one between here and the house and then perpendicular to that, or are there more? Yeah, it reminds one of crosshairs. Right. And there's nothing like a maze or other pathways. It's just dense no. roses and this very strange motif. Uh, the, the, this pattern and also the, the marking in the uh, strange painting with the broken arch and also uh, that you captured in your own painting from the studio out here. Is this, and the, in the, on the door downstairs, is this a symbol in your family? Is this, are they representing, I don't know, feathers or something? No, I've, I've only seen it two places. Um, the old brewery that's, that's run down over beyond those hills and, and the marble door. A, a, a brewery for beer, not not a, a not a vintner shop. A vint, yes, yes, sorry. Uh huh. So the the abandoned uh, winery is just beyond these hills. Yes. Oh, we shall have to make an excursion. I am most interested in old structure. I bet there will be very evocative, decadent building. Uh, be perfect. I bet the light at twilight would be perfect for capturing such a, a, a ruinous scene. C'est vrai. We should, we should endeavor to paint that next. Oh, yes. Yes, of course. It should be delightful. Take my wine. Got some bread. So I have reached the house. Uh, right. First thing I will do is go in and uh, make the phone call as uh, requested by Tristan. Um, right. Yeah. And so the, the servant leads you into into this kind of little like buttle area um, where the servants are kind of moving about and they they point you to the phone. Ah, merci. So I I call. <laughs> the phone rings. Any answer? Um, yep. Hello? Hello. Uh, uh, this is a, a friend of uh, Monsieur Tristan Rogeri. He said that you are a friend of his. Oh, yes, of course. How is Tristan? Uh, he is doing well. Uh, he is engaged at the moment, and he needs for me to ask a question. Uh, a question has come up about uh, s five uh, soldiers, uh, which he is wanting to know if they are together, if the, where their whereabouts might be, and if they are local to this area. Uh, there is a 
F. Bardin, an R. Carpentier, uh, H. Solier, uh, D. Besson, and G. Gadreau. Uh, Gadreau. Gadre, Gadre. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, yes, yes. Let me let me check one second. Uh, merci. And he kind of stops. You wait a you wait a couple minutes. And he comes back and he says, "Yes, yes. Um, they were they were a unit together uh, in the Battle of Verdun." Uh, in the Battle of Verdun, which which was when when he says that, I probably would know. Like nineteen. Let's say nineteen sixteen. Okay, nineteen sixteen. So within you know, a few years. Eight years ago. Yeah. Oh, merci. And uh, were they all? Uh, did they all survive? Were they all killed? Um, our the records show that they all survived. Ah. But all of them left the service after the war. They left the service after the war. Uh, do you have any idea where they might be living now? Uh, no, I do not. Okay. Well, thank you very much. You've been a great help to me and to my and to our friend uh, Tristan. Uh, uh, have a good uh, good day. Uh, au revoir. Au revoir. And I hang out, and then I get my lemon smash, and uh, I, uh, I I I go into uh, what I suppose would have been Jacques' office. It's now now Renee's office. And I, I start looking through things just to see if I can find uh, a record of the artist that, uh, that he commissioned to do this artwork, this uh, sculpture. All right, as you're, as you're looking around, you quickly notice that above a desk is a photograph. Hmm. Um, it's nicely framed. And in it, you see a handful of pi uh, people pictured. Um, you see um, Jacques um, standing next to a lady that they're holding hands. Um, you see the five soldiers pictured with him. And then you see three young girls as well. Um, one of them is the girl holding the bread statue. One of them is Anne-Marie. And the third is one that you have not seen. Okay. Um, is there anything written on the back of the photo? Um, as you as you pick it up and you and you flip it around, right? All you see is an in ink, a couple of lines, making the arch symbol. Mon Dieu! I must go show this information immediately. Uh, is it a big picture? Just a photograph. No, it's just it's like just a photograph. It's not okay. very big. So I'm I'm going to uh, uh, bring my lemon smash with me and uh, uh, head back up the hill where they're all painting. Ah, oh, you cool down, Gaspard. Ah, yes, and this lemon smash is delicious. Um. Do you, uh, does Renee keep a hothouse? Renee, no. I just want to know where the lemons are coming from because I'm thirsty myself. The wine and the painting, I'm a little dry. 
Monsieur Bo, uh, Beaujolais, I, I don't know what the servant's name was. Uh, he has a fresh, uh, the lemon smash. Uh, if you run to the house, get some, it's delicious. I should tell them to bring some for everyone. If there are servants around, I can say, could you bring uh, this? Uh, so I found something very interesting. First of all, Tristan, um, uh, your friend has confirmed that these were all soldiers uh, together uh, at the Battle of Verdun uh, in uh, 1916. Were. were. Meaning they died there? Oh, I'm sorry. They are. Apparently they're all still alive, uh, which means they probably modeled for this year. But more importantly is this. I, I hand you the, uh, the photo. I look it over. You see? Anne-Marie is right there with these uh, same people there. And she claimed to not know anything about the statue. Yep. Francois, uh, Sebastian. I've not been lied to this often since my last trip to a brothel. <laughs> what? Who lies to you at a brothel? <laughs> what brothels do you go to, my friend? They've always told me the, the perfect truth when I'm at the brothel. They all love me. Wait, so it's Christon, you say. And it looks like, I see, it looks like Jacques. It is Jacques. Young man. Ah, yes, that's the girl with the bread. And, and, uh, and also Amory. And this other fellow. Oh, I don't know who this is. Yeah, there's, there's a third girl in the picture that you don't recognize. How has Rene not seen this photograph? Where did you find this? It was in the study when I was looking for, uh, to see if we could find out who the artist was. Yeah, he said he was not interested in the business. Perhaps he has never noticed his beloved here with these strangers. I'm going to, is, is our host still with us? Renee, yep. He's just lounging on the grass. Okay. Uh, I'm going to call everybody over to where I am and walk a little bit away from him so he won't easily overhear what we're discussing. Okay. Tristan, look at the back. Look at the back of the picture. I do. Yeah, this, that's this symbol is. again. Another one on the door. And on the brewery. The, the uh, wine house, or so we're told. Um, okay, I, I think we all need to make a decision. There's obviously a mystery going here, going on here. Our friend is not in good health, and he is obviously being lied to. That's on the one. On the other, he is a grown man. He is in love. This is his house. This is his money. This is his business. Do we care? Are we intruding or are we causing harm by involving ourselves in this mystery? Well, this is proof that, that uh, uh, Anne-Marie knows clearly who these people are in the statues aside from Jock. So she's, this is proof she is lying. She said she didn't recognize but, it. Right, but if, if we bring these accusations, we're getting between the man and the woman he loves. I mean, he may not 
want to cause, you know, he may not want us to cause trouble. No, I, I think you are very correct, Tristan, but also he is a young man. He is newly rich. I do not think we want to destroy their passion or his passion without careful consideration. If he's being played the fool, we are his friends. We are his friends. It it, it is not all one whole thing. The fact that uh, Anne-Marie has lied to you, she may have very good reasons for lying about this particular thing, and it may not have anything to do with our relationship. I think our chiefest concern is that our friend Rene is not very well, and there are certain things that are here that are contributing to his illness. And I think that uh, the mystery of that door downstairs, uh, whether you think it's a work of art or not, I could still break it open if you wanted me to. If we need to close it, then it would be broken open. Again, cannot we find a way to separate the door as one object and remove here, it? Here is, my, here is my thought, if you would all entertain me for a moment. I think if, if just a, a, a quick little search of some records turns up such, a, such valuable evidence, then whatever conspiracy this is, it's not very well managed. I think if we made a concerted search of the house, um, in at at night when the household is asleep, we could possibly find even more evidence of whatever this mystery or conspiracy is. And I think it's very would be very valuable to go to the other place where we have heard the symbol is. Perhaps there's a door there too. Perhaps the two are linked. Exactly. The problem okay. will be how do we search the house and search the grounds? Uh, because the, the venting house is on his grounds, yes? Without him knowing that. And because he is so exhausted, I'm going to suggest to him that perhaps um, I give him something from my medical bag to help him catch up on his lost sleep, something that will keep him soundly in his bed. And I could watch over him to, you know, as someone with medical training to, be sure that in his weakened state, the sleeping tablets do not have any ill effect and that he does get a good night's rest. But, but please, Tristan, he, he is a friend of ours. If we do not, if we do not imply that his beloved Anne-Marie is involved, we can be frank with him. We can say, ah, you have a mystery house. It's interesting. We would have adventures here. And he will say, well, let's ask my beloved who's been here all her life. And she will lie, and we'll be back to square one. If we are saving the boy from himself, we must unfortunately go behind his back or not be involved at all. But <laughs> I think honesty is not going to be of much help. Well, we, we know what we are looking for. We're looking for a key, probably a marble key. For as long that as would not I, be uh, very practical. I'm sorry, Sebastian. What did for you... as long as I have known Rene, he has never painted such disturbing images. Mm. Never. So we should definitely keep looking and see what we can find. 
our chief yeah. concern, my chief concern is his health. And if he is being manipulated by by his wife, fiance, then we we must do our best to remain discreet until we have solid proof. I think this is wise. Uh, I do not know if we want to make a, a man who is already uh, perhaps unwell, give him the drug and make him sleep. We can just keep him company and play card with him. And as long as we can keep him away from, if you believe, and I understand what you say, maybe he should not know that we are creeping around. We we are we are guests in his house. He doesn't well, care if we look around and read a book. Or... And if we and if we find nothing, then we never embarrass ourselves or put him in a we, odd position. We simply realize what's going on, and we can choose to tell him or not. Bon, bon, it's a good idea. I, I am hoping it is nothing. I am hoping that perhaps you know it is something as simple as this is not her first marriage, and she's keeping that a secret. Right. I mean, it, I'm hoping for something mundane, not nefarious. We must consider that she is a gardener. She is not, uh, as they used to say, you know, an aristo. Uh, so, but it was obvious that Sebastian was of that caliber. You're not under. Let's not underestimate her. She is an intelligent girl. Oh, we, oui, we. Oui. I'm not saying there's any such thing, but. Uh, I am saying that uh, some would look down upon uh, a man uh, uh, such as uh, Rene marrying somebody uh, who is a gardener. Yet her family looks down upon him. Exactly. I was wondering if we should not also see if the the Carré family might have something they can tell us about why they are so far away. When they are. Well. Well, they're done, we were told. Yeah, they, you were told that they live in Verdun. Oh, okay. The so parents we do. Right, and so it is so strange good. that they would not want to see their, their beautiful young daughter married to this rich man. And that, do you feel, as I suppose, that their objection is not directly with Rene, but with marrying into the family, the Jacques belong to? I... Uh, it seemed to me it was Jacques, who was a strange, maybe reclusive, obviously uh, megalomaniacal man with this grand statue of himself after death. Yeah. Maybe now that Jacques is gone, they will not be so uh, dismissive, and they can. It can be a joyful end of summer. You know, my friends, and I get very quiet about this. If if he marries her and then he dies, do not they inherit this entire place? Does not all of this become uh, property of the Kare? He was the only male heir, he said. But surely it would go to his wife then. I think so. As then, 
more certainly if they had a child. Oui. So let us not... I don't know if Rene has a sister or brother, do you know? He doesn't speak of them. Um, you, you all know Rene and he does not. He's an only child. So the question is, is, is she a, as they say, a gold digger? We must, we must keep that. She seems very nice. But then if she was a very good gold digger, she would seem very nice. She is intelligent. She's poised. She's beautiful. And, and she uh, lies. Due, due to his, his current work and uh, the stress he is putting himself under, he is not in good, he is not in stable health. What if she's poisoning him? I don't see, he seems exhausted, not poisoned. I could take a further examination, but I mean, we've seen him work. We've seen the volume of work he's put out in the short time he's been here. It simply looks like exhaustion, but exhaustion will kill you. Let us, let us keep very close attention on the events that are taking place within this house over the next few days that we live here. I agree, but I am definitely going to see the Winter Shack this evening. Oh, Sebastian, your painting is magnificent. How did you do this so quickly? I don't know. It's, it's like I have so much energy, so creativity. It's, mm. it's just flowing out like, like never in a long time it has been this good. Oh. All of your work looks so beautiful. You should hang this in uh, a museum someday. Perhaps. Perhaps I shall uh, do a little sculpting this uh, afternoon. And I will hang it next to your sculpture. Perhaps I shall do a sculpture of somebody with their hand like this and you can hang it from its hand. <laughs> it I'm going to look over at Sebastian's painting. Is it better than he's used to? Is it better than his average? Yes. It's a lot less dark. Since I, my work is normally reflecting some parts of the war with darker colors and, and just Rim. Yes, yes, that and, and the technique. The technique is better. Well, does anything else happen this afternoon before we head back to the... Do we want to uh, have dinner before we go to see the former wine press? I think we should. And maybe we can pack our host off and go on a secret excursion. That might be fun. Do we want to leave someone here with him? Well, I think we should take Renee Every, every, should keep close to Renee, or somebody should, as long as we're not on our night jaunt. But our night jaunt to see the uh, the mysterious abandoned winery might be so low. I'm telling you, you can tie him to the bed. I appreciate your commitment to that idea. I'll, I'll wander over. And uh, I will speak with our host, and I will try and persuade him to uh, a course of action. All right. 
I'm going to say, listen, after dinner, I, I'm concerned that you are, are not sleeping, you know, I, I, I so um, what better way than uh, for me to work on my play and for you to catch up on your sleep, then perhaps you have a glass of wine recline in your bed and I will perform the first act for you. And if you are anything like my critics, you will be asleep before I get to the end of the act. Um, and then I will know that my critics are not wrong, my play is terrible, and you will at least catch up on your sleep. Oh. Well, sure. I. Yes, that sounds like a, a good idea. Wonderful. Um, I, I'm very excited to share it with you. I will bring my watercolor to illustrate the scene. Um, the others were talking about staying up late and uh, uh, perhaps going for a moonlit walk and playing some cards, but uh, I'm, I'd rather stay in with you and, and, you know, look you over and both of us have a, a nice evening. Uh, yes, and you and I can catch up more and then we'll meet them all for breakfast. Yes, that, that should work. Okay. I will uh, subtly nod to the others. Um, so I will be running blocker. Okay. So either I'll never see the rest of you or you'll never see me again. <laughs> or we'll make it to breakfast. Who knows? It's a beautiful summer on the country. I will go I will ask Sebastian. Um, Sebastian, my friend. Do you, have, yes. do you have your service revolver? I do. Keep it close. Uh, there's a lot of money involved. I mean, those statues are worth a fortune as is. Oh, uh, and there's question. property. I mean, people have killed for less. And let's just protect our friend's interest. Absolutely. So, I should, all right. I think we should have a nice meal and then set off for our walk. So before dinner, I do do a little bit of sculpture, but that's about it. Some, some clay work in the sculpture studio? Yeah. How's it go? We'll stop by. It goes, you. and you go by. Um, it looks great. <laughs> One would almost say it was better than he was doing before the block. And Gaspar, what is your subject? Um, I I think I'm going to call it the horror. It's abstract. Um. Yeah. Is it more abstract than the uh, strange painting of Marie? No, such, such a thing is impossible to ca capture. Uh, my guess is it is a fluke of some sort, but uh, I don't know. It's a work in pro progress. I'm not sure how I can uh, stabilize this part here with uh, when I uh, carve it from marble. But, uh, when uh, we asked Rene about the painting, 
only showed the painting to Rene. He said that it was something coming out of Marie. I thought perhaps she was merely sick or... Yeah, I thought she was vomiting. That's what I thought too. But he described it as something almost alive or alive. Well, do you I don't think know. that... You, you know, Tristan said something to me earlier that I thought was a little odd. Uh, I, I mentioned that I could, uh, you know, break through the door. And he was yeah. like, but what if we want to close it? And I'm like, you think uh, somebody is trapped in there? They'd be dead by now, would they not? Yeah. The joke about uh, uh, someone's secret lover. Maybe. Maybe it is a, I don't know, a fear, fear of the unknown. No. Is there is something here that I that is unknown. I've I've heard of people that uh, putting their relatives to go crazy behind locked doors. Well, well, perhaps it's even a a family crypt from long ago. It could be the Templars' lost treasure, for all we know. We, I, it could be, yes, it, we could just find a vault. Maybe it stinks, and that is why they've sealed it closed, or... That's where they keep the really good stuff. We, it could be that, too. Could be they a, the, the a best secure thing. level of the swine cellar. Still, it seems like a strange workmanship. Uh, why not just have a door? <laughs> this house is full of strange workmanship. Yeah. Including what we're adding to it. I don't know about you, but this is probably one of the better watercolors I've done. And the first act flew off my fingers this morning. It usually takes me three days. Well, he said that we would find inspiration here. It did indeed. As you say, the muses live here. Yes, but all of us? Tristan, is the... Uh... This first act, is it the play that you had in mind before we arrived here, or is it something new? It was a, the play I had in mind. It, it took a different turn once I got here. But um, essentially, it's sort of the same play. Is there anything about it that you would describe as strange? Um, it's about a man who creates a bomb that he claims will save the world and really it just ends the world for people and then uh, rabbits inherit the earth. <laughs> and rabbits uh, become people in, in their own way. It becomes a, a world of rabbits. That is a genius. <laughs> the critics don't think so. No, it is very good. Why did you choose a hare, not a toad or monkey? Let me guess. Because I wanted something to be completely innocent. Innocent, yes, I knew that is what you were going to say. A sweet little bunny becomes president of France. Contrite, I know. I think... I'm going to test a theory. I will pick 
perhaps the most mundane of subjects for my next painting and mm. see how that goes. Perhaps I shall do this and say something like, this is not a vibe. All right. So, so we eat our dinner, we drink our wine. Yep. We cost it our host. Does Anne-Marie come to dinner? No. I would like to ask Renee where Anne-Marie is. Does she not wish to eat? She's been working in the garden all day. Hello? No, sometimes she just spends a long time out there. But it is getting dark. She, she's working in Zoro's garden at night with the thorns and the fungus. It's not safe. No, oh, you, you tried to tell her that. <laughs> uh, Forgive me, Rene, if I am being perhaps uh, close, but uh, Anne-Marie sleeps in the house, yes? Yes. She has her own room? She does. Do you visit her there? Occasionally, yes. Well, I mean... So she does sleep at some time. She does not sleep in the woods of her rose garden. Yes. Uh, all this is well then. Hmm. Well, you should get a very good sleep tonight, Monsieur. Oh, yes, I certainly hope so. Well, with Tristan watching over you, if he's going to read you his play, it might be better than you think. We all seem to be well inspired. Yes, well, only time will tell, I suppose. Unusually so, yes. I'm quite pleased with my progress today. Yes, your painting is magnificent so far, Sebastian. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Well, so we enjoy we, our... Uh, Play some cards, gentlemen. We, oui. if we're all done eating, and uh, we'd probably have some uh, digestives, a little brandy, cognac, absinthe. Uh, do we get? Uh, we got a pretty clear direction about where the old uh, winery, yes, wine press was. I guess we'll be taking uh, fiery torches. Oh, it's summer. It's, we, uh, we have light till... Oh, right. We're, we're going after our early supper. We're not going in the middle of the night, right? Of course. But still, if it's a... You know, the, the, the wine press itself might be a dark place. Um, flashlights were fairly common by now. Yeah, yeah there, there's flashlights. Okay. Yeah, so if we can, you know, whisper to a, an honest and young-looking uh, member of the staff to get a couple of flashlights. Says, oh, of course. I'll be right back. And he, he returns within two minutes. He goes and he comes right back. All right. Going for a midnight walk? Oui. So much land here to explore. So many beauteous uh, areas. <laughs> 
Yes, yes. I love walking around when I'm free. I want to see what I can paint next. I need more inspiration. Well, suitable subject. Is there a separate servant's quarters or are they all in the house? There is a separate servant's quarters. So it's a, a, a smaller, maybe wooden building across some expanse of something? Yeah. So when you pulled up um, to, to the house, kind of offset from the house is the, is the servant's quarters. Well, good night. Let's get our cards and uh, gentlemen, what shall we play? Uh, Baccarat or um, uh, Go Fish? Uh, uh, I learned poker from some of the American soldiers during uh, the war. Poker? Oh, yes, poker. That would you is like to play? The five cards? So I have fives, I have seven. Uh, I, it's from, it depends uh, on the American. They all, all have a little yeah. different way of playing. Yeah, so many good. games. Or do you want to play Bridge? Taroki. I enjoy Taroki. We have not much time. I want to... Um, uh, can we have an, a round of uh, cafe? Please. We have uh, walking to do. Yes, of course. Mess everyone goes, runs off and gets it. Merci. So has Renee gone to bed yet? Um, as, as things wind down, yeah, he starts heading up. Okay, before, before I head up with him, I want to fix a, enough bandages, rubbing alcohol, you know, antiseptic, that somebody could make a pretty decent first aid roll if they had to while they're without me and just hand it off to, okay. um, I guess, Sebastian. I, I think like as another soldier, he's probably had to dress a wound, but I don't know which one of you has any uh, decent first aid, but I kind of feel a little guilty not going with them, bud. That is very thoughtful of you. I oh, wonder. Yeah. I'm just a little bit above average at a normal because, you know, sculpting. Yeah, my first aid is 30. It's basic. <laughs> so I can manage. Yeah. Uh, Tristan, if he wants to paint again at night, I'll you supervise. think you will stop him, or you will let him? No, I, I, he's a grown man. I'm. Uh, how am I going to stop him? I mean, yeah. I will. I will tell him to rest. If he refuses, I will help him paint. Um, if he gets up to paint and he's still asleep, well then, <laughs> I'll figure that out. Should it happen? Just yeah. I don't have a plan for that, and I don't want to make one. Do the I'm psychologists just... have advice for that when a man is not? In I own mind, but is acting. Most of my medical training is uh, stitching up a wound, yeah, yeah. stopping yeah. a gunshot from bleeding out, and relocating a shoulder. The workings of the mind are not my strong suit. This could all be solved with a rope. You sound like you want to hang him, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> or a big rock, and we just drop it on him. 
Tie it around his ankle. Tie it around the bed. We are not tying a rock to our friend's ankle. Also, a rock that, that, that is never is a much easier for anything. Uh, Tristan, do you want? Uh, should we have them bring extra coffee for you so you will be able to stay awake, or will you sleep on a shed? Uh, it is still early. It's still early. Well. Um, I, and I did sleep well, so um, I, I don't think I will fall asleep before he will. But we will see what happens. What if Anne Marie should come in to visit her? fiance well i will be in the middle of relating the first act of my play <laughs> how many minutes do you think this first act needs as many as i need it to i'm an author and i'm the only one who knows what it, what's really in it uh, so you must keep a, an extra pen near so if you if the first act becomes 40 minutes more long, you can write it all down. I just won't let them read what I've thought on my paper. But you might wish to render what you invent in the oh, moment. I, I always have a pad. I had it. Um, good luck to you all, gentlemen. I hope you find nothing. I hope we find a solution, a key. I want a, a, key. a key would be good. Or another door that is open, and then you can open this one from the other side, if they were connected. Uh, it's the romantic in me. Uh, good luck, my friends. I shall miss you. And I will see you at breakfast. Yeah, we should see you, see you soon. Unless we come back and get you. There is that. All right. All right. So let's start with... We'll start with Tristan. So as you, as you go up, um, Rene gets himself ready. Um, he has his one glass of wine. He hasn't had it yet today, so he's going to have it now. I'll look over his eyes, see the, you know, pinch his skin, see how it recovers, you know, for like dehydration and exhaustion. I'll ask him to hold his hand up and kind of press on it to see, you know, how he's doing. Um, do you want me to roll? Um, no, he's, he seems to be doing slightly better, but he's still not doing great. Right. Okay. I said some improvement, but you'll still need to kick it easy. Yes. Yes, of course. Uh, so this, this, this play of yours, and I will start relating, you know, the, I was like, okay, act one, you know, uh, you know, the factory. And I will start relating the play and uh, basically about a guy who comes home from war and his wife is cheating on him with his new boss and he's lost a leg. So he's kind of pathetic and he becomes an inventor um, and he starts inventing weapons and um, but secretly, he's always working on one weapon that, instead of killing, will will save the world. Um, it's very, you know, existential and pointless, and he suffers, and uh, it's it's right, so very he, it's so very. And then you're going. He eventually, he eventually falls asleep. 
yeah, that's what happens to most of my <laughs> critics. And I go, lost another one. Damn it. I'm like, maybe these are rubbish after all. Um, but I will, you know, I will sit with him. Is there like a nice armchair in his room? Um, yeah. I will open a window. I will put my feet up. I will lay back in the armchair and enjoy the night air. I will keep my ears open and my revolver, you know, with the safety on in my pocket because I'm, I don't know, I'm paranoid. All right. And as you're, as you're sitting in the lied to us in this house, can you make a spot hidden for me? Bye guys. I'm going to that's so close I'm going to burn four points and make it alright as you as you sit down you, you notice just barely something kind of pops up between the cushion and the armchair like the arm of the chair like rises yeah like like this little Here's to be a little book. Hmm. I will grab it. Um, as you as you pick it up, it it kind of has this coarse leather leather cover. I will open it. As you open it, you see just just printed in nice bold text, uh, "The King in Yellow." Have I heard of this play? Um, yes. What have I heard of this play? Um, a lot of people talk about, um, it's very artistic. Um, so a lot of very artsy people really like it. Um, you know that it's shunned by a lot of people. Some people would prefer that every copy would be burned. So you've heard everything from we should be singing his praises, everyone should read it, to all copies should be destroyed. In great moments in not metagaming, my troubled, haunted World War I failing playwright will decide, I'm going to make my own mind up about this play. <laughs> and I, I don't believe I'm saying this, but I'm just going to light a candle, start reading it as the sun sets with the night air wafing in. And I'm going to see what all the fuss is about. Excellent. So back to the other three. And, and, and to the rest of you, I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. So you guys now make your way out. Just kind of over that hill, down down in a ways. And it takes you a good amount of time. It's not too terribly far of a long walk, about 20 minutes. But you eventually, uh, you come across kind of this where it flattens out. And you see uh, the grounds messed up to where, like, there were plants growing. But they've all been removed. And you see this dilapidated um, building sitting off of one of the corner of the that's a lot. Ah, oh, this must be the place. Does it look recent, the ground disturbance? Um, no. 
They dug stuff up here, though. Now, this is kind of out of the way, so it's not like interfering with the garden or anything like that. Yep. It's, it's pretty tucked away. And uh, when we were on the ridge, we didn't see, like, just acres of ruined vineyard. Although that pre- happened, it was some years mm-hmm. ago. So some of these, yes, some it's of the been size, new growth, and but this area is still desolate. Yes, and uh, and the winery itself is it a two-story building, a three-story building? Wooden. It's, it's two stories. Um, the roof has caved in in several places. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is there uh, any? Uh, external sign of activity near it? Um, no. And there's nothing like the symbol that brought us here on the front of it. It's not no, like there's, there's not. two partial arches, right? So we have to, we must explore. I suggest you Is it picturesque? Um, yeah, looks lovely to paint. So I will, I will paint it, if not today, I will paint it before we leave. We have months. Now, now, we need to go with care because uh, the structure is not sound anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Once the roof goes in, anything can happen. And they might have... Uh, a basement. Yeah. If there was a winery, perhaps out, you know, a cave. Even. Yeah, yeah, it could be two levels below and the floor is rotten. I suggest so. we walk around the perimeter of the building first. Oh. Sebastian, always you see clear. Even in the dark. Eh, dusk. I ate a lot of carrots. <laughs> yeah, so, so walk here on the building, um, everything looks fine. So the, the building looks reasonably... I mean, it's, it's reasonably structurally sound, but it is worn. And I'm guessing it's got a couple of feet of stone foundation before yeah. the wood starts? Yes. And, and is there only one entrance? There are two. There's front and back? Yep. And, and is back. one of them a slope? Um, the, the back door is. Yeah, and my friends, I think it would has... be easier to go down the rock slope instead of through the rotten doors. Okay. Whatever you think. It yeah. just seems less plunging. Uh, don't, don't, don't. I'm sorry, Sebastian, what did you say? Is the arch on the back door, perhaps, if it was not on the front? No. Just be careful. As I said, don't lean on anything. The whole place could uh, crash down around us. And, uh, pardon, Morgan, the, the labels of the wine in the cellar, they didn't show this arch either. No, they did not. It's just so very not. specific locations. All right, my friends, let us see what we may see. It smells like a beautiful, old, dead life. All right, and so as you, as you step in, and it's, it's um, you are still early evening, correct? Yep. Okay. And so some light is still kind of pouring in through some windows on the second floor. The whole 
building from the floor to the roof is clear. That there's not like a second story blocking your view to the roof. Um, and the whole building has been emptied out. Except in the middle of it, there appears to be a, a makeshift uh, constructed stage. Hmm. Stage. Perhaps, perhaps this is where they carved the statues. Well, uh, if uh, that would be obvious if you looked around, there would be uh, chips, chips of marble and chips and dust, and it would be everywhere. Is are there? No, no. When you say stage, is it like a a a, a platform for fighting? And it looks like. It looks like one thing you'd perform a play on, like a theater stage. Perhaps they'd perform. It's even got little. It's even got little rafters to where you could hang a curtain if you so wanted to. Oh, perhaps they did a little, uh, little plays here, little entertainments. Amateur theatrical. Are there seats? No. Well, everything has been cleared out. It is just the remnants of a stage. How very strange. Now I wish Tristan had come with us. <laughs> tied him to the bed. <laughs> Does the, is the floor dusty? Yes. So we're leaving footprints, and there aren't other footprints around us. Yep, that is correct. And do we see stairs up or down? Um, yes, there are stage. So since you entered in the back, there, there are steps that go right up. To the stage platform. To the stage. But against the walls going down into a cellar or up into the rafters, there's nothing visible. Nothing visible. Um, to clarify something that uh, Francois said, uh, are there other footprints in here that aren't ours? No. Oh, okay. We're making the footprints. Okay. It cool. looks like no one has been here for quite some time. No. For one, it is probably we're probably risking our lives walking in here, but uh, I, so far it seems rather sturdy, and I, I sort of pound the ground a little bit with my foot. Yep, it just echoes. You kick some dust up, but it uh, all seems it fine. Sound, does it sound so, hollow? Is in there is a basement somewhere? Yes, it does sound hollow. Yeah, there's probably there may be some very nice wine down there, for all we know. Mm. But uh, these floorboards are pretty thick. If this mystery ended in our discovering a great deal of beautiful wine, that is a great mystery. We. Oui. But I, I do not see how we go down below here. Perhaps well, if we are careful. Trapdoor on the stage. There should be stairs going down to bring up the wine, if there is wine down there. Or the barrels. But we must be careful because the steps themselves might be damaged. Mm. I'll turn uh, on my flash. Let, us, let us look around, but as I say, be very careful. Test your footing if you think that it is uh, precarious. Uh, Morgan, uh, I have a little bit of natural history. I'm, I'm trying to figure out if I can tell anything about the geology where this is and whether there's, again, a likelihood of a cave underneath or... Oh, yeah. yeah go ahead. 
Ah, 77. Might as well have kept quiet. Yeah, you, you think about the region and nothing specific comes to mind. I'll turn on my flashlight and sort of pan around in the darker corners and see if there's anything we can see without going too far in. Right, and do they, do they, does it sound like there are animals being disturbed by our presence? Animals? No. Mice, rats, pigeons. Yeah, nope. It's very still, very quiet. And Sebastian's flashlight? As he, as he moves it around the corners, um, you notice a canvas propped up in a corner. Ah. How large is the canvas? The canvas is a normal, it's a standard portrait size. That's not terribly big. The canvas is facing us, I take it? Like mm -hmm. the, the painting stuff? Yep. Mm. And just looking out from the corner. Not uh, sane or natural. A yellow cockroach. And three, dark three midnights in the sky. Uh, I see uh, red in the lower right. Is that the signature? Signature? Yep. Is it our friend René? Um, it is signed Jacques Beaumont. Ah, Jacques. Jacques. And yet it has a similarity to the work that uh, Fred René is doing as he sleeps. Was Jacques an artist? Were we ever told whether Jacques was an artist? Uh, no. You've not been told one way or the other, but Gaspard, make a power roll for me. Uh, 14. All right, for, for a brief second, you kind of see the eyes of the other painting staring at you appear and then disappear. I do not like this painting. It is very, very strange. Amigas, pal, it is strange, but you, uh, you are not the kind of man to be afraid of um, a dab of color. Uh, it is here, we are in this strange twilight place in a strange falling down building and we find this strange cockroach painting with eyes and I don't Eyes? Know. I see no eyes. But there were eyes like the painting in the house. What is that? Is emptiness, the empty hood of the yellow figure, the empty circles of time. Mon Dieu. What if this style, the style of this painting, it looks very much like the other painting we have seen, yes? Yeah. Yes. Well, what if Jacques is not dead? What if it is a lie? We have heard many lies. I must admit, when uh, we pressed Admarie and she admitted the, the a group of sculptures came after he had died. I thought, why would anyone complete that? 
if he would, and maybe he is in hiding, but he gives away his house, he gives away his wealth. I do not know what uh, this joke. Maybe he is in the basement room. She said he was buried here, though. Would we not find a grave? Well, we must. But we I will see. not know whether there is anyone within the grave. Uh, well, well. Unless it is a mausoleum, a house like this, a garden like this, would it not be a mausoleum? Quite possibly. And uh, just to check, we haven't seen the arch shape yet. Not yet. So we have only begun to explore this strange place. Who will be so bold as to uh, stand upon this uh, little stage with me and see what play we may perform? Ah. You want to stand upon the stage? I want to also shine my flashlight up into the rafters and see if I see anything up there. Yeah, nothing is, is up on the rafters, but as you're stepping up onto the stage... Who okay. comes with me? I will. We all come. We are a team. We're front. We are me. Where? And you open and you shine your, the flashlight around. You see that across the surface of the stage, that symbol is carved across the entire stage. Just one massive carving. And where that little star pattern is at the top is a trapdoor. Aha. We have found the entrance to the basement. Maybe we have found the entrance to the mystery here. Maybe it connects to the house, eh? Possibly. Is there, a ring, is there a ring or any small hole? That we'd yeah, there's, there's a little ring to like pop it open. Okay. All right, I will try to pop it open. Oh yeah, and it opens up just fine. Okay, and shine the light down and see what we can look. see. And you see it's kind of this kind of narrow tunnel. There's a ladder that leads down and you can see just a, a cold stone floor below from your vantage point. Much like a, a normal stage, you know, where they have the actors come and go to vanish. Let's maybe see what else I can see. So I'll, I'll, I'll crouch down really, really low and shine the light and sort of put my head over the, the hole of the door, the trap door. Be careful. And as you, as you lean down there, you start to kind of clear the, the stage a little bit and you, you see racks of wine. My friends, wine, much, much wine. Put that put on the mirror. We're all afraid of wine. Hey, what is the vintage? Well, we would have to go down there and get it, wouldn't we? Does the ladder look um, sturdy? Yeah. Okay. I will put my flashlight in my pocket and get one of the other guys to please shine a light for me while I go uh, down the ladder. Shine the light. Yeah, Sebastian, you go down, get us some wine. Okay, I'll very carefully test each rung of the, the ladder as I descend into the wine cellar. 
maybe before I go all the way down, I'll stop and have a better look. All right, and as you as you go down, it's you just see once again this looks very identical to the wine cellar back at the house, um, but off towards kind of the middle of this area where there aren't all these racks of wine, there's a little desk with some papers on top of it. I found a desk and more wine. Come down. Uh, this may be where we discover the name of the strange marble artiste. Gaspar, you should go next. I will finish going down the ladder and step aside for Gaspar. I must admit I am afraid, but I will go. But I had a thought just now. What yeah. if the what if the the uh, the marble doorway is simply a tunnel leading here? I was thinking the same, extension think. of the wine cellar. Then we will get back to the house uh, more quickly. No, let us go. Wow! Right. After you. All right. And so as all of you get to the the bottom of the ladder, if you would all make spot hiddens. Thirty-eight. Forty-five is a pass. It's a regular. Sixty-three for me, which is also a pass. All right. So, all of you notice that some of the bottles, there's a group of them, are marked, like etched in the in the bottle, with that symbol. Mm-hmm. And the liquid inside of it is kind of this this murky looking water and doesn't look like wine. So the bottles are clear? Mm-hmm. And the markings are at the bottom? Yeah. And are they labeled? No. So they're clear bottles with icky looking water inside. Yes. And the and the and the bottom that faces from the shelf has the has arch the little it. arch symbol in it. Uh, and are, are they corked? Yep. I don't think these are wine. This looks like swamp water to me. Well, it could be some other spirit. Why well, they wouldn't put wine into clear bottles? It would be. I do not wine. want to open this down here. I want to open this in the open air in case well, it is. Let us see still if we can find the other entrance to the the, the marble door. Well, but I would bring one of these uh, swamp bottles. I'm going to check the other wine as well, just to see for a vintage date. Um, The wine down here, it's all um, vintaged. All of the bottles are before 1860. Wow. Jackpot. We take a couple of the the date on here is before the the problems with the vineyard began. This is very good wine. Well, perhaps maybe we would have to see. Yeah, into vinegar by now. I mean, I think what we were served at dinner the first night was in 1840. Yeah, and that the infestation was 1860. So this is comparable to what's in the regular wine cellar, but more and maybe different if it looks good. I mean, I, yeah, and I think we should assemble a small group of 
vintages. Yeah, let's see how back far how far back the dates go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are the are the uh, the wooden wrecks against the wall, or are they out from the wall like library shelves? They're out from the wall like like library shelves. So how far back can we go if we experiment with our uh, flashlights? Flashlights. Yeah. So they they go back and they seem to kind of go as far from like where the trap door came down to the edge of the building above it. Yeah. So it's this kind of rectangular space. And that's how many years? Um, the oldest bottle you can find is a 1724. Oh, wow. I'd definitely take one of those. And as all of you are looking around, you hear a voice. Uh-oh. Enjoying the grounds as you all turn to find Anne-Marie standing at the base of the ladder. And that is where we're going to end it for tonight. Oh, putain de merde. <laughs> I don't know which group is in more peril. <laughs> Did she sound friendly when she says that? <laughs> nope. Our players included Oscar Rios, David Gasway, Aaron Pollock, and myself with Morgan Llewellyn as Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. And I do apologize for the popping and the clicking. We are, we are having some sort of sound problem. We are providing, uh, we do provide audio-only versions of our show free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. Uh, we have a new patron, Freddie Rayab, has pledged $3 a month. And the Mole Man has increased his pledge to $15. Thank you so much, Freddie and the Mole Man. Thank you. Uh, if you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.